hate the way you look or sound on video? Most people do. And did you know that there's actually a scientific reason for that and proven ways to fix it? Today, we're sharing the tips, tricks, tools, and tactics the pros use to look and sound awesome on camera and how you can too. This is the Kingdom Builders Academy podcast with tips, tools, and biblical truth to build your brand, business, or ministry. If you're a Christian speaker, writer, coach, or entrepreneur, this is the podcast you've been praying for. Get ready to increase your impact, income, and influence. Here are your hosts, the mother, her son, and his wife doing business, ministry, and life to shape the culture for Christ. Tamara Lowe, Zach Lowe, and Jillian Lowe. Let's go. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the KBA podcast. So good to be with you guys today. we got an exciting topic. If you're maybe listening, if you're a listener on Apple or Spotify, you listen to the podcast there, maybe jump over to YouTube because we're talking about video tips and tricks and how to look great, sound great, and uh, come off as a pro and an expert and a, a friend that you can trust. So, Coach Tam, take us in. What what comes to mind for you on this subject? Well, I started by saying that there's a scientific reason why people don't like the way that they look on camera. And that scientific reason is because we like what we're familiar with. And I was reminded of when Zachary was a baby, Zach only wanted to eat Cheerios. And, um, you know, he was a beanbag at that time. He did not have muscle control. So I would sit him in his little high chair and I would hold a little Cheerio and I would put it up to his mouth and he would open his mouth and I'd pop it in. I'd throw in about two or three Cheerios. And then the next time I would do it, I would shove in some baby food. And that's how I tricked him into eating something other than Cheerios. And then I read in a baby book that because we like what we're familiar with, if kids see something like a carrot or a piece of broccoli, they're not interested in that because they haven't seen it enough. So the tip was to just keep putting a carrot on the little plate for about three to six weeks and the child will suddenly start eating it. And I did that and it was true. So we like what we're familiar with and what we're familiar with is how we look in the mirror. And so when we see ourselves on camera, we don't like it because the image is reversed, but that's the way that everybody sees us. Everybody sees us in real life, our mm -hmm. real image, not our mirror image. And so even if you were to, and you can do this in post-production, you can flip the image. So it's what you like to see, but then everybody else says, oh, that's off. That's not authentic. There's something wrong with that. And so the more you see yourself on video, similar to the little carrot or the little broccoli, right? The more you're going to appreciate and like what you see, but you have to kind of be on video enough so that you can get to liking the real way that you look instead of the mirror image that you look. Now, Zach, you always pass off to me first and I do have tips and tricks. And, and by the way, Bunny, Look at this, because I know you like you some good show and tell. <laughs> I brought I brought some props today and some some little things that I like for on camera. But Bunny, you're our you're our prettiest one by far. I mean, I think I think I'm me not. and Zach are kind of pretty, but you're the prettiest of us all. So tell us true. tell us your secrets. No, we want to know. 
That is not true. I would say, you know, he doesn't have it on today, but I would say paint the barn. And uh, my Nana would always say, and I I mean, God rest her soul, she's in heaven now, but she'd say, Jilly, God don't like ugly. Now, you can say what you want about my Nana, but I think she has a point. And so I would just say, if you are not into makeup, if it's not really something that you kind of, because some people aren't, right? Like they just might dab on like even tinted moisturizer or something like, and they just kind of go, that's great. But the camera is a harsh critic. It just is the way it is. It's not personal, it's business. So I would say, put your best face forward and just know that when you're dealing with ring lights and all of these extra things, that more is not less, more is more. So even for me today, when I put on my makeup, if you only knew, I have about a pound of bronzer and blush on my face. It's way more. If I walked out of the house and I went to King Super's grocery store, people would be like, hey, lady, are you going to get glamour shots? Like, what's, what's going on with your face? So just know that actually putting on more bronzer, give your face color, right? Because color is an, I think, and maybe there's science that'll back this up. But when you've got color, you look healthy. When you've got a glow, it's like, oh, wow, like I'm leaning into that. But you know, when, and, and now listen, for those of you who are fair skinned beauties and gentlemen, there's nothing wrong with that. But I'm telling you, putting on some color will be helpful. So that would be my tip is that you've got to paint the barn and don't be afraid to add a little, if you don't normally wear bronzer, it will not hurt you to add some bronzer. It will not hurt you to throw on some blush. And, you know, doesn't mean you, I don't have on a dark, bright red lipstick, but I'm just saying it's complete. It is complete. And men, men, I have not forgotten. That's about right. Men. Talk my to husband, the boys. My husband during uh, launches in particular, he will have makeup on. He has got concealer on. He has got bronzer on. He has got powder on to control the shine. So depending on what you're on camera for, you know, men do not shy away from, and there's plenty of tips and tricks that YouTube can show you in investing in some man makeup, which doesn't necessarily exist, but invest in a good bronzer, get some powder, you know, use some concealer if you have dark circles under your eyes, because that is your first impression. That's the impression, what people are looking at. They're hearing you, but guess what? More than anything, they're looking at your face. True. That's true. Yeah, I want to I want to jump in on that. I've got a, a totally separate tip, but I just want to kind of weigh in that you know, there's nothing inauthentic about that. You know, there's nothing inauthentic about uh, up leveling your appearance or up leveling your dress when you go on camera. It's just like when you go on stage, you're going to up level your energy. We'll probably talk about that today, even on camera. You're going to up level your energy. You know, so there's nothing wrong with getting stage ready. And, you know, doing something different than you would normally do. That doesn't make it inauthentic or, oh, this isn't really me because I, ne I never wear makeup or I never act like this. It's about we're in a different medium. We're in a different setting that we've got to kind of adapt to it. Like one of my favorite stories about even just speaking is Zig Ziglar. You know, Coach Tam Zig Ziglar used to speak for you all the time. And 
people, you know, would see Zig Ziglar on stage and he's like pumping the pump and he's jumping around and he's really loud and energetic. And then they meet him off stage and he's like super calm, like kind of boring. And they're like, I'm really confused. Like Zig is super boring. And he's like, well, yeah, I can't have that energy all the time. Like when you step into the arena, when you step onto the stage, you change your energy, you know? So when you step in front of a camera and you've got bright lights, it's okay to change up how you would normally dress, how you would normally do your makeup. It just calls for it. Right. So the, like when you put yourself in a different setting, it, it calls for a uh, different action. So Mm -hmm. I just wanted to weigh in on that because I think sometimes people get like, oh, you know, I, I feel uncomfortable now, or this feels like, you know, superficial or like too material. It's, it's really not. It's just, you know, if you're going to put yourself on camera, if you're going to put yourself on stage, you should change your energy. You should change the way you look and just, you know, bump it up a notch. And of course, you know, we don't need to be like, that's, that's how we are all the time. I think it's just a reality. So um, just wanted to to touch on that point. My point on being on camera and kind of some tips and tricks, it, it probably stems from my my pet peeves around camera. Um, I mean, we, we'll maybe get into lighting and background and other things, but what I want to touch on here is just the angles that you use. So you can see right now, if you're looking again on, on YouTube or our, our live audience here, you can see that at the top of, of my head, Tam's head, Jillian's head, there's like a little bit of space. And that's exactly what you want. Like you want there to be just a little bit of space above your head, because as soon as let's just do this, for example, as soon as you look like this, I look foolish. You know, I kind of look ridiculous. <laughs> you know, when I look like this, I it's it's like a subconscious thing. People might not think that like, oh, his camera angles like way off. But just like my like authority, the um, ability that I have to to like, you know, sound articulate and and look like I know what I'm talking about goes down because this is this is incorrect. So this is one of my pet peeves is that they put their heads in the center of the frame. Your head does not belong in the center of the frame. Really your shoulders belong in the center of the frame and your head belongs at the top. One more thing on angles that's different for men and women is that for men it's actually a little better usually to have the camera uh below your eyeliner, I have it right, like really right at my eyeline. Maybe the camera's like right here on me because, you know, the jaw, and we were working on this yesterday, Coach Tim, as we were filming together, like it's good for like a masculine, like jaw to be the bigger thing. And when the camera is shooting up, that's what appears bigger and it makes the rest of the head smaller. So for men, it's better to have a little bit lower of a camera angle. And for women, it's Coach Tim, you've got your camera a little bit higher and it kind of it, it's kind of looking down at you and it just is, it's just like, um, I don't know, like an artistic geometric reality that if you want to look more feminine and like have like a more feminine shape to your face, you want the camera kind of looking down at you. And if you want to look more masculine and have a more masculine shape to your face, you want to kind of have the camera looking up at you. You know what? I forgot. Chewy's here. <laughs> I, w I wanted to show our new students Chewy because we talk about Chewy sometimes. He didn't have to even get camera ready today. That is a great point. Every angle looks good on Chewy though. <laughs> <laughs> I, I brought, can I do a little show and tell? Absolutely. Bunny, Bunny gave me half of these suggestions, but I think they're worth passing on. But Bunny was mentioning that in real life, she doesn't necessarily wear a, a pound of makeup and neither do I. In real life, I wear this Elta 46 tinted moisturizer and I will often wear this um, 
powder. It's color science powder and it's got the um, sunscreen built in. That's basically all I wear in real life other than I'll do my eyebrows. I have a little eyebrow powder that I'll do because I over tweezed my eyebrows in the 80s or something. I don't know. I brought this. This is really great. This wow shine spray. It just kind of clumps your hair together a little bit, gives you a little bit of shine on camera. I like to use, this is a Sephora product. Um, Sephora makes a stay on lip color and that's what I'm wearing today. But I like the stay on lip color because you don't have to be reapplying your makeup all the time. This is a favorite that Bunny gave me. It's uh, NARS. You remember that, Bunny? You probably don't use it anymore, but I'm totally stuck on it. <laughs> and um, it's just a little little highlighter for of eyeshadow that I love. And um, I'll show you one more. And Bunny also told me about this one. This is a rare beauty product, uh, Selena Gomez brand. And uh, it just gives a little, like you see this little shine on my cheeks, not real, totally not real, came out of a bottle. And um, so those are some products that I like, but play around with different products because you'll find that that things that you you wear or makeup that you use in real life doesn't necessarily look good on the camera. And even, even in clothing, like in clothing, I find that in real life, I like a little scoop neck. Doesn't look so good on the camera on me for some reason. So a V-neck looks better on the camera. So just a couple of little, little hints is sort of mix it up a little bit. Don't be afraid to try new things. When you're doing something though, that's a big deal. Like let's say that you're doing some product launch or you're doing a webinar, you're doing an online challenge. I would seriously recommend that if you're selling something for, let's say, $1,000 or more, get a makeup artist for, for that day or those days. And when you do, ask your makeup artist, what did you do with my eyes? What did you do with my eyebrows? What kind of blush did you use on me? I like that lip color. What is that? Can I take a picture? Because we really learn most of our tips and tricks from makeup artists. And for men... You guys, don't be afraid to use a little powder. You can use just a little, this is just uh, this color science product. You could use this. It comes with a built-in brush. Just brush it on. It takes away the shine. Zachary, when we were doing Get Motivated seminars, I at one point said, we just need a makeup artist for every show. All of our speakers need makeup. The men were the worst because they would shine, they would sweat, they just didn't look good on camera. And I remember in particular, one of our speakers who I won't, I won't name his name because you all would know him, but he said, I'm not, I'm not sitting in that makeup chair. And I said, do you want to go on the stage? Do you want the microphone? Because if you do, like I'm the boss here today and I just need you to hippity hop up into the makeup chair. She's going to put a little powder on you and you're going to see you look much better on stage. So he acquiesced, he did it. He says, I'm going to do it this one time. I said, okay, do it this one time and then look at how you look on camera. And after that, I never had to say another word to him. He would just hop right in the chair, like, like he'd been doing it all his life. So guys, don't be afraid to use a little powder, use a little something, something, you'll look better on camera. Yep. Love it. 
Love it. Honey, what do you want to dive into? I know, I know we've talked a lot of, I want to maybe still touch on lighting and backdrops. People are asking about mics, but I also want to kind of touch on like kind of the energy, like I was talking about when you step on a stage, when you step into the arena, you know, your energy kind of changes. Honey, is there anything that you think about, you know, when you go on, on camera versus you're just kind of everyday lifestyle? I think it's just personality driven, a lot of it, you know, like know yourself. And if you are someone who's really a lot more low key, if you're someone who, you know, I have my cousin, my cousin, Nicole, she's so cool. Like she is ultra cool. And we are six months apart. And anytime we're in a room, I always knew, but I kind of looked like the spaz and she just looked really cool. Even her facial expressions, you know, everything was low key. She was still really kind and friendly. Many of you even know her, but I was always like, what? Like jazz hands coming out of my face. And um, that was kind of my natural personality, right? I was very expressive, talked, I talked with my face, I talked with my hands, I had a lot of inflection, and she didn't. And so I would say, know thyself. If you have ever wondered how you come across on camera and you're getting ready to start doing group coaching or whatever it is, whatever the webinar is, whatever the event is where you're showing up virtually, you should record yourself all by yourself. You should practice with yourself and watch the playback because sometimes we don't know what we don't know about ourselves. And we're just, you know, we're talking and our heart and our mind are dialed in. And it could be, you could be talking about relationships or health or finances, but you are unaware of your presentation. You don't even realize how you sound. You don't realize your tone. You don't realize how you look and you watch it back. And I will not name this person, but there was someone that Bunny and I know, and this is a She's a very, very, very well, well-known female pastor in the United States. And already my brain is spinning. Is it this one? Is it that one? Who is it? What is this? Yep. yep. And so <laughs> she was unaware of herself on stage when she was speaking. And so I was recording her and then I, I sent her the playback and she was like, I didn't even realize I sounded so mad. Like she came across is like, she was so passionate about what she was talking about and she had studied and she was ready to deliver, but she came across is like judgy pants and really angry. And I was like, I don't, I just wanted to share with you. I know you personally. So I know what, how deeply you care about the subject matter, but FYI for the 2,400 women that are in the room, you look like pretty witchy, just so you know. And that's not what you mean, but that's how you're coming across. So whether you're low key, whether, and some of it, it could be even too high energy, which is oftentimes my challenge is like, people are like, are you okay? Did you have like four cups of coffee right before you came on camera? So my tip around energy, know yourself, film yourself, watch the playback and then consider your audience because as important as what you're saying is how it's getting presented actually matters just as much because they don't have a personal relationship with you. They, they, they don't know you like your friends and your family and people that work with you regularly. So when you're presenting, I would say, know yourself, film yourself, watch the playback and adjust 
accordingly. And I'm sure you guys can weigh in. Yeah, I think that's really good. I think that's such a great tip. I hadn't thought of of sharing that, but yeah, that's that's an excellent one because that's it's like it reminds me of like watching film. Like you know, when I played high school football, you know, the next day after the football game, you come in and you watch the film and you see what you did right, what you did wrong, what you can do better next time. And it's the same thing with this. Yeah, if you don't, if you just you know post your videos and you just pop them out there and you never review them yourself, you are missing something. You are doing yourself a disservice to see, you know, how is my cadence? How is my tone? Where was it boring? Was it interesting? And and then you can, can get better. That's a great tip on how to get better. Uh, let's dive in and then we'll, we'll wrap here. We're coming up to time, but let's, let's touch on lighting and background. You know, I think for us, like I actually was was reaching out to our videographer this morning because I want to do something besides a plain background. A plain background is very safe, very neutral. It's better than, you know, 90% of everything else that's cluttered. So the important thing is just that it's clean. So a, a blank wall is just fine. We're all on blank walls here and it's and it's just fine because it's not distracting. The last thing you want is is clutter and distracting. So as long as it's clean, it's super important. You know, there's kind of three thirds to the frame, like vertical thirds. There's a third over here. I'm in the center third. And then there's another third. You don't really want anything in the center third, right? Like if you have a, a bookshelf or a picture, that's okay. But let's not let it like layer over your head and be popping out of your shoulders. And it looks like you got like a sword coming out of the side of your head. Use the two thirds that you have outside of the center third uh, is my advice on the background. And then... Lighting uh, is is not super complicated. You just got to get an eye for it. You don't want to overdo it or underdo it. You know, if you overdo it, you look super blown out. Like everything's like shiny and white. If you underdo it, you kind of look like a silhouette. So you just want it to be clear. And what we're all using right now, or what me and Jillian are using, Tamara has a little bit of a different setup. It is a ring light. You know, we got like a hundred dollar ring light. Uh, Newer is a great brand. I don't even know if I'm saying it right, but N E E W E R. I got a Newer ring light. They're a great lighting company. Uh, that's all I got is just a ring light. You could also do natural light if you're set up with a window right in front of you. Uh, it's it's difficult because it changes during the times of day, uh, but a ring light is super easy. Natural light is actually my favorite if you can make it work. But if you can't, just get a ring light. Anything that to to add? Yeah, Coach Tam, go ahead. I like your tip. I'm looking for, oh, here they are. My um, computer glasses. Can you teach your, your computer? Oh glasses? yeah. This is one of my favorites. Yeah. This is another one. So if you put glasses on regularly uh, and you just wear them normal, you can see there's a big reflection on my glasses. You can see where the light's coming in the house. Maybe you can see the ring light. Um, so the tip is you see how they're right on my ears. The tip is to just pick them up and bring them up. You know, just now, now I'm kind of clipped to the side of my head. And it gets rid of all the all the glare. So if you just bring your glasses up, there's no reflection. There's no there's no real reflection. Versus if I wear them normal, I've got glare. If I just bring them up, and you got to be careful because it can get like crooked, and then you look really ridiculous. Uh, but if you just bring them up at the same time and just clip them to the side of your head and keep an eye on it, uh, you got no glare when you wear glasses. Nice. Our our members love your glasses tip. And Bunny, I liked your reviewing the game film tip. And I, I do that still to this day, every single week. I won't watch the whole, the whole thing, but I'll just click through in various places and just kind of see how I was coming across. And where this really became very prominent for me was in ladies sometimes will change their hairstyle, their, their hair color. 
And when I was doing Get Motivated, I always asked for a recording that I would go back and I would watch later. And at one point I went from a darker brunette to a lighter blonde color. And when I was a brunette, I, when I watched the playback, I thought, you know, I do look kind of harsh. I need to smile more. And so I taught myself how to smile on stage. And then when I went blonde, I was shocked to find out that smiling so much made me look sort of ditzy. You know, it was like, what is she smiling about all the time? So then I had to teach myself how to smile a little bit less because I was coming across as kind of, um, silly, you know? So I love that. I love that tip as well. This is a great topic and we could, we could probably make a second episode out of this, but I think we've got some, some great tips and tricks for you guys to try. Yeah, absolutely. And my advice with, you know, these, these episodes and these teachings is just take one thing, you know, take one thing you can do differently, whether it's getting a ring light, doing your glasses differently, you know, picking up a, a, a brush, whatever coach Tam showed, um, you know, find, find something that, that you can apply. And, uh, we really did, I feel like hit on a lot in the last 20 minutes. So you can always rewatch and add other things in later, but love this episode just, with you guys. Yeah, just go ahead. Add one more thing. I yeah, just yeah. want to talk about one more thing real quick. And Um, I want to say that being in the influencer space is not for the thin skinned. You're going to have to grow a backbone a little bit because people are going to criticize you. And I remember a few years ago that I was very sick. I was really um, not sure whether I was going to live or die. And I had a, a surgery that, that cured me really. But at the time I had a lot of inflammation. My face was quite swollen. I didn't really look like myself. And I remember seeing in our comments on our Facebook ads, oh, you know, she's had so much work done. She looks so plastic. She looks so fat. She looks this and that. And I had to kind of just let it go because the reality is, is when you're doing this, you're not going to look super great all the time. Like there's some times where you're just not going to love the way that you look on camera, but you've just got to let the content go out and not micromanage everything. Because if you do, you're going to slow down your progress. You're going to slow down the amount of, of information and content that you can get out there. So you do have to be a little bit um, detached from it, have a little bit of a professional detachment because people are going to criticize you. I saw, I saw on Facebook, um, probably about two days ago, and it really irritated me. And it's kind of stuck with me is somebody took a Joel Osteen book, somebody with too much time on their hands, took a Joel Osteen book with his image, changed the title and said, how to steal money from stupid Christians change the book title to that. And I thought to myself, I hope that his legal team sees this and sues them so hard for defamation because my thought was when you, I mean, I don't, I've met Joel Osteen, but I don't know him personally. My husband listens to him a lot, but I really don't listen to him. But my point, and I do have one, is that you do have to have that professional detachment. You do have to have a little bit of backbone. And you have to understand that probably at least 15% of the population has mental health issues. And it could be somebody like that who, who did that. But my first thought when I saw that is when you have done as much 
as Joel Osteen has, when you have given as much as Joel Osteen has, and when you've been through the battles that he has been through, then maybe you've earned a, a right to criticize him publicly. But otherwise, you know what, Shuddy and the time that you're spending photoshopping this horrible image and putting it out in the public, why don't you go on a missions trip? Why don't you go down to the homeless shelter? Why don't you go to a soup kitchen and do something like that instead of criticizing other people? And that's my two cents. Yeah, yeah. I, one of my favorite um, quotes that I heard from from you, Coach Tam, about the live event days is the loudest booze come from the cheapest seats. And you can, you can just write them off. <laughs> you can just write them off sometimes. So I know we're going over on this podcast here, but you know, just one, one final thought, you know, this is far from the end all be all like looking good on camera is like, it is not the most important thing. It's probably not even like a top three, top five thing, but it is one thing that you can elevate, you know, and if you can elevate something about, about your content, about your brand, then you should, you know, if you can, if you can make something better, I, I mean, I think you kind of have a responsibility to make something better. Ultimately, it's the content that carries the day. It's your message. It's your anointing. It's not about, you know, looking great and being perfect far from that but hey it's a, it's an opportunity that you can elevate one aspect of what you're doing so i hope you got something from that today love you guys bless you guys talk to you next week on the kingdom builders podcast bye everyone Hi, this is Tamara Lowe, founder of Kingdom Builders Academy, here with a free gift for you, our loyal podcast listener. We're giving away free copies of my newest book, On Purpose, How to Find, Fund, and Fulfill Your Purpose. You can download your free copy right now at onpurposebook.com. That's www.onpurposebook.com. Thanks for tuning in to the Kingdom Builders Academy podcast today. Join us again for our next exciting exciting episode.